Groove Cafe. And this is where I get to talk to different people to hear their stories, their journeys. Joining me on the Groove Cafe today, I have Fiona Nyamutoro, the newly elected National Youth Female Member of Parliament. Fiona, how are you? I'm fine, thank you, Crystal. How are you? I am good. Thank you for joining me on the Groove Cafe. My name is actually Nyamutoro. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. (laughs) Noted. (laughs) All right. Um, uh, Congratulations, I should say that. Thank you. Tell me, most people say campaigns are really stressful. They take a lot from you. What was your experience? Uh, It was a tough experience Mm -hmm. considering that uh, my own is overstretching across the country. Mm -hmm. Run about from border to border, juggling the districts here and there, meeting delegates and rallying their support. Mm-hmm. And then came COVID 19. How did that You had to look for people where they were because you could never convert them in one area like the way they used to do it in the past. Oh, so you had to move even more. Yes. Mm-hmm. You had to. So, yeah, it was quite challenging, but. By the grace of God, we managed to sail through and emerged victorious. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, I must say that uh, the pandemic also came as a blessing in disguise, especially for the leadership of the young people. Okay. Yeah, because for the first time, the, the delegates, the youth delegates, got an opportunity to interface with the different delegates closely. Mm-hmm. The different candidates, sorry, not the delegates, because then every candidate would be forced to go down and reach out to them. Mm-hmm. And then I believe that gave them a proper analysis of what every candidate represents and what their agendas are. And yeah, at the end, I'm very confident they made the best choice. Okay, it's nice to know that there's a good side to it as well. There's a silver lining there. Yeah. So, so tell me about your, your journey when it comes to being a leader. How long have you been in leadership positions? All my life. Uh-huh. As the in fa- since like, like nursery school? In, yeah, I'm the first one in my family. So <laughs> There you go. Uh-huh. Natural born leader. Uh-huh. Um, I remember sometime in, in, I think, primary one. I don't remember so much about my kindergarten school. But primary one, I think I was a class monitress. Those ones who used to write people who were making class. <laughs> in class. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, then, um, about P5, I was a staff room prefect. Mm-hmm. Yes, then I was I was head prefect in P7, assistant head girl O-level, head prefect A-level. Hey, which schools were these? Um, I went to Nigeria Progressive mm-hmm. Primary. Okay. Mm-hmm. I went to Palisa Secondary School and then Bulgaria SS. Mm-hmm. So and did then I, I joined Makere University. Mm-hmm. Yes, there I was a leader as well. I was GRC uh, School of Liberal Performing Arts. And then I became Bicycle President, left campus, did my master's, joined the youth structures through the National Youth Council. Mm-hmm. And then ran for national female. Okay, so leadership, it was like a natural fit for you. Sort of. Mm-hmm. What what drives you? What's your inspiration? 
Uh, my passion to transform communities. Hmm. Yes, I I am very very passionate about changing lives, and I believe leadership is the only space that gives us the platform to be able to contribute towards that. So any time that I see an opportunity that can enable my voice to influence people's lives in one way or another positively, mm. or me stand up and advocate for their rights and see that our livelihoods are better than empowered, mm. I just for it. Okay. Now, as a woman, a young woman at that, you know, being strong, standing up, speaking up, have you had any challenges? A lot of challenges, especially. Uh, I must say, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I should blame it on socialization. Mm-hmm. Um, the sexualization of politics has been one of the greatest challenges that young people face. Young ladies mm. who come up to contest. I would you would have situations whereby you're meeting a group of gentlemen you're talking sense you're trying to table what what your vision is and how you intend to achieve it and all they are doing is addressing you in their mind. Mhm. Yeah. And you feel like slapping the hell out of you. <laughs> yes. Like can you please just concentrate on the agenda? Mhm. I think that's one of the greatest setbacks we are facing in the political spaces. Mm-hmm. I and uh, it goes back to the family unit on how we raise a girl and a boy mm-hmm. the issue of nature versus nature before you look at a girl before you get to hear what she has to say can you please overlook the, the I don't know the physical I don't, I don't really understand up to now I, I need to sit down with a male friend and they take me through their thought process of what <laughs> of what exactly prompts this to be their first priority before they listen to what exactly you're putting on table. So I think that comes very unfortunately. But also, being a girl from a humble background, the financial bit is very challenging. The national race, for example, is very, very, very stretching. And uh, mm-hmm. ordinarily, I would imagine how many young ladies want to run. I was lucky because I had been in politics for quite some time and I had uh, built networks mm. in the political spaces that stood with me. I had friends contributing for the campaign. Oh, so you had I support. Had, mm-hmm. I had relatives contributing for the campaign. And then I always sit down and imagine if it was just the normal Nyam Toro standing up on her own, how would I have handled? It would never have been possible. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I related to how many more leaders are out there and they want to probably rise up and offer leadership to their country, but they are limited because of the finances, because of mm-hmm. how commercialized the politics has become and all that. It really has. We definitely need to see more young women, just more women in leadership positions in political spaces and and other spaces as well. So we can change that whole, I know what you're talking about. Oh, it's terrible. But we're getting there. So now, now that you are um, a legislator, what can we expect from you, especially the young people? Uh, We are five uh, youth legislators in total. Mm Mm-hmm. There are four regional ones. Every region presents one and then one national one. Today, actually, earlier in the day, we had our first uh, meeting. We got to converge for the first time. Okay. uh, From the time of our elections. 
and we had a, brief, a press briefing earlier where we introduced ourselves to the country and reaffirmed our commitment to serve the interests of the young people. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot to deal with in regards to challenges that the young people are facing in their various districts, beginning mm-hmm. with uh, the general problem of unemployment on how best we can contribute to the reduction of the percentages that we have in play. But uh, our priority is going to start with the youth leadership itself, mm-hmm. the structures that voted us because they themselves are big numbers. For example, if you went down to the grassroots at village level, Mm -hmm. Uganda has about 70,000 villages and each village has nine members of the youth council. So that's quite a big number. That is a big number. Mm -hmm. So we want to advocate for the structures to be empowered and that can only be happened if they, that can only happen if they have a good financial flow. And uh, first on our agenda is going to be to push for an independent vote for the youth ministry. Mm -hmm. So that youth activities across the country, development initiatives, dissemination of information is possible through the structures. Mm -hmm. So that the visibility of these structures is actually more profound than it ought to be. Because you you can imagine people just get to hear, oh, there's a national female youth MP, but very few know how it comes about. Mm-hmm. Yes. You get to know that actually besides the youth MPs, there's a national youth platform called the National Youth Council that also offers leadership to the young people in various in various uh, levels. No. So, yeah, we plan to push for that vote so that the young people, the structures can become financially independent and they can be able to operate smoothly. I think that would be a good start. Mm-hmm. And then we can get to advocating for policies on how best we can have uh, young people entrenched in the employment sectors, the private sector, local government, and different enterprises. There's a lot that needs to be done. Yes. Okay. Um, as someone now who has been in leadership for so many years, starting with being a firstborn, and now you are an, an MP, um, do you see yourself being a career politician? Uh, not really. Mm. I, I don't think politics can ever be a career. You see, the position is it a calling hold- more, maybe more a calling? The leadership is a calling. Mm. The political bit, bit of it, maybe, maybe not, because I would, I would still lead in my community even when I have no position. Okay. Yeah, so I think for the meantime, where, wherever there is a platform and uh, I can offer myself to utilize it for the benefit of the people, I would do so. But in the near future, yeah, I would give space for others and, and still lead in our capacities. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, there are lots of young people looking up to you right now. Um, what about you? Are there any people, leaders that you look up to, whether here in Uganda or outside Uganda? Um, I don't really look up a lot to people. I appreciate their efforts mm-hmm. towards the blocks they are adding on nation building. Because to me, leadership is like a relationship. There is no formula to how best one can be a leader. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes uh, I see leaders make decisions, and I appreciate the line that they have taken. Other times I see leaders make decisions, and I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. So it is hard to to point out one particular person that you say yes, it is this one. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Okay. Thank you for being very honest with that answer. And uh, you talked about, you know, for a lot of young people, it's challenging because number one, it's financially straining if they are to look at, you know, joining politics or just even getting into these uh, leadership roles and platforms that are out there. What would your advice be? Because you mentioned, you know, you had built your network. So, so what would your advice be to young people who also want to make a difference and contribute to decisions being made? I would send out a message of hope to them and encourage them to stay focused. Once you have a dream to achieve something, simply go for it. And uh, in the process of go for it, of going for it, there will always be a way. I am a devoted Christian, so Mm -hmm. I pray a lot. I believe if you get to pray about it, God gives you the grace, the guidance, and the knowledge to get to meet different people that would help you along the way. But also, most importantly, the wisdom to differentiate right from wrong Mm -hmm. and to always make the right decisions with dignity because at the end of the day the decision that you make the decision i made to contest in the beginning when i declared my intentions the people especially my relatives would come telling my parents why are you allowing this girl to go and embarrass herself (laughs) no no are you serious Yes, they'd be like, she can't handle this. This is too big for her. Like, why why doesn't she start small? So there'll always be that segment in society that tries to bring you down. But mm. once you believe in what you're going for, you'll definitely achieve it. And today they are the first saying, oh, this girl, we know her. She's our own. Yeah, <laughs> that's what always happens. They're like, how? Yeah. We knew it. We knew she would yeah. make it. <laughs> Sure. Okay. What What about you? What do you like to do on your own? Um, just when you're not working, uh, I want to know about Fiona. What do you like to do for a hobby or just you know to relax? Oh, um, um, I like reading. I read a lot mm-hmm. in my free time. I read a lot. I listen to music. When I am so stressed and um, I have a lot of fatigue, I dance. Yay! I'm feeling. <laughs> feeling if I wasn't in politics, I'd probably end up a dancer somewhere. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then outdoor hobbies, I go swimming with friends and yeah, just making friends here and there. I would make friends with anyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully one day I'll find you and we can dance because I also like to dance. So. Oh, yeah, sure. That would be nice. You'll get to teach me some strokes. And I teach you our traditional dance. It's called Aguala. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> it's a deal. Well, Fiona, thank you so much for joining me on the Groove Cafe. Um, it's been a pleasure. Any, any final words to the young people listening in? Yeah, sure. Um, The young people of this country, we are at uh, a point where the politics is done. The election, which was a contest, has come to pass now. And Mm -hmm. uh, this is a point where we are now looking at our future and how best we can all channel our energies to ensuring that uh, we contribute to the development of our country. So I want to place a call for unity and peace to Mm -hmm. the young people because there is a notion that is going on of uh, the youth being the target of every single scenario that is going on in the country. They are the targets for riots. They are the targets for demonstrations. Unfortunately, yes. And unrest. So I want to encourage all young people that um, the decisions they take 
in their own minds affects the society in one way or another. If we could all harmonize, irrespective of the parties that we subscribe to, irrespective of our religious beliefs, or even our tribe, mm-hmm. and all decide to see that uh, we, in one way or another, share the ideas that we have and put Uganda first, then I think we would we would move a milestone. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I want to call upon all my young people to advocate for peace and stand for it. Okay. Well, Fiona, thank you again for joining me on the show. Thank you for having me. Okay, enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, sure. You too. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>